this is like my take on like where do babies come from? Yeah, like on some stork stories, you feel me? Like, like you don't know what was happening before you were here, right? So like, act like you ain't heard, your soul's like a bird trying to get prepared to lift off of the surf. So the birds enter the labyrinth, and here we are, a flock of birds. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> and it's a funny thing this place earth cuz it's the only place on the planet that we know that can support life and it's like this chaotic mess of life eating life killing to live Right. I mean, does, you can be the most devout vegan on earth. You're still killing something to sustain yourself. That kale, it was alive once. <laughs> it was. A, <laughs> um, so that's where we are. They, we're on planet Earth, somewhere in the universe, a remote part. Fly for light years, you never find another. Uh, You'd be in trouble if it wasn't around here, that type of vibe, right? Um, and nobody knows who made this place. Like, Earth, yo, who made this shit? Like, damn. Um, there's a lot of theories. Some are kind of crazier than others. Some kind of sort of make sense. And there's one that I'm a fan of. Um, it comes from this place, um, it's called Zimbabwe. And there's a tribe there called the Makoni people. And they have this story of Maori, the creation force of the universe. And Maori creates the heavens and the earth. And he creates the first man. He places him on the moon and names him Amwetsi. Now, Amwetsi is just like, oh shit, like, like I'm a thing, right? <laughs> I have thoughts and feelings and agency and, and, you know, like, I can move, like, this is dope. Um, and Amwetsi looks up from his perch on the moon and looks at the earth over there in the distance. He's like, yo, there's a, there's another place. Like, like, like there's another place. Like I'm here and there's something over there. I could be there. So he becomes like really intensely curious about this place, earth. And over time, that curiosity turns into like a burning desire to be in earth. So, Amwetsi, he appeals to Maori and says, hey, Maori, um, I want to go there. I want to go to Earth. And Maori, when he hears it, he's like, yo, you don't know what you're talking about, Amwetsi. Please, just forget about it. Forget about it. You don't need to be going. You don't even know what goes on over there. Uh, so, just keep your ass on the moon. And Wetsi is like, yo, no, I'm going. I'm going to the moon, and you can't stop me. 
And so Mari says, okay, but understand that you're setting in motion the conditions that will lead to your death. And Moetzi is like, okay, whatever. I don't even know what that means. There's no death yet in the universe. So he's like, I don't even, I don't even, I ain't even worried about all that. Let's go to earth. So Moetzi, he flies across the cosmic ocean, lands on earth. And when he lands, it hurts. It's heavier. Like, it's like, you know, his step, everything, he can, his, lifting his arms is, a, is like a task. Moving his feet is a task. Everything aches. Like, what's this feeling in his stomach? His throat is like dry. He's like, oh, what the fuck? And there's nothing. There's nothing anywhere. It's just like straight up rocks. And he, he cries up. He's like, Mari, yo, Mari. Man, what is this? What's going on? Like, everything hurts. And he's like, I told you, Mwetsi, you will regret this decision. And I can't do nothing because you already set it into motion. Um, so you're stuck. This is where you're at. I told you. I told you what's going to happen. He's like, please, Mari, please. Everything hurts. And I'm so lonely. Like, there's no one here. Like, he didn't feel this loneliness when he was in the moon by himself. But as soon as he crossed into the atmosphere, he just felt like he's the only one ever. And he's like, Mari, please, please, please help me. So Mari's like, all right, here's what we're going to do, Mwetzi. I'm going to give you a wife. That, that's weird, too. No, let's not even delve into that. But this time, <laughs> let's not even worry about that yet. <laughs> but you can only have her for two years, he says. After two years, she's going to come with me, and you're going to still be on earth. And he's like, okay, whatever. Please, just anything that will alleviate this pain. And so he returns to his home. And he finds right there by the hearth, Masasi, who introduces herself. And Masasi's like, what? Like, super bad, yo. Like, she's fine. She's fine. She's like, she's like all the natural beauty of a whole planet, like, into a single thing. Like, like you ever seen some mountains? But then, like, a rainforest and, like, like I don't know, like, sea shit. Like, <laughs> like, just all of that, all in one. And so they introduce themselves, and Masasi builds a fire. And they dance around the fire. And uh, so... Maori gave Mwetsi this horn with some oil in it. He called Nagona oil. And uh, so Mwetsi grabbed that horn with the oil in it. And Masasi told him, yo, just jump over that fire and come spread some of that oil on me. So he did it. He jumped over. He took his finger, put it in the horn, took the oil, and... Spread, spread some oil on Masasi's, like, sassy parts. Um, 
<laughs> there, exactly where you think we're getting to. They did a little dance in the nighttime. <laughs> Baby butter, let's put it that way. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a nice, it's a nice scoop of baby butter. And so night falls and the sun rises. Mwetsi wakes up and Masasi is like pregnant as fuck. Like she's like. <laughs> and Mwetsi was like, yo, what is going on? This is and before he could even ask, pop! grasses and bushes and shrubs and trees and all the vegetation, all the earth vegetation, all the green shit. All the green shit just populates, covers all the earth. And he's like, yo, this is some wild shit. Like, this is literally live. This is live as fuck. And so the next day, the next evening arrives and they make the fire, they do the dance, oil, <laughs> night falls, <laughs> it was that baby, night falls, the sun rises, and once again, Masasi is like, <laughs> and Mwetsi was like, yo, that was so, yesterday was some wild shit, what's going to happen today, and as soon as he asked, pop, out comes the bunny, Out comes a deer, out comes a sheep, out comes like a llama, elk, horse, all the things that eat the green stuff, right? All the herbivores. And Moetzee is like just so taken aback by this. He's like, yo, this is like, we're like making life like on earth. And so... Moetzi and Masasi, they carry on with their lives. They're, they're, it's, life is good. They're together. They love each other. They're just picking fruit from the trees, eating shit. Like, you know, like, like what else could you want out of life? Like, it's just, like, great. Life is great. But one day, he wakes up. Masasi's nowhere to be found. He's like, yo, where'd she go? I'm hungry. Gender, gender roles is still a thing, you know. So, this is like... <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck, where is she? And so he starts looking. He goes to the jungles. He goes to the seas, the rainforest, the deserts. It's like, you ever heard that, that John Legend song? Where did my baby go? I wonder where she went off to. I miss my baby so, oh, what am I supposed to do? That's how sad he was. He was like singing that song in the, in the deserts, in the wilderness. And, and then eventually he's like, I don't know what to say. He cries up tomorrow. He's like, yo, where's my boo at? Where's my baby? I miss her. And he, tells, he reminds yo, remember we made that deal? You got two years and that's it. Two years are up. And once he forgot, and he tried to deal with it, he coped for a week, for two weeks, for three, four, month and a half passed, two months, and he's a, he's a wreck. It's like, like he's emaciated, he's uh, dirty, he's like ripping his hair out, and he can't take it anymore, so he cries up to Mari, he's like, Mari, I can't handle this grief 
this pain, this suffering. I need help. 